Welcome to the Mediocre Happy Hour, episode 49. Don't touch that dial, or else bad things will happen, because it's Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It was like the, like the, the, you know, like the (laughs) cat noises and the spooky, spooky ghost noises. Spooky ghost, spooky ghost. Yes, exactly. There's no tricks here, only treats. Yeah, what if they're tricky treats? Tricky treats. It's tricky, tricky. Oh, like that. Hey, Halloween, you're so fun. You're so fun. <laughs> you blew my mind. Give me fun size candy. Give me fun size candy. <laughs> oh, there's candy in the tree. What is it? Oh, oh my gosh. Dude, free candy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I gotta. We have to start the episode. Well, first of all, welcome everybody. Welcome. Thanks for thanks for taking time out of your day to listen to the mediocre happy hour. We appreciate it. This is our podcast where we talk about games and music and whatever we feel like. I'm Josh. This is Nick, and it's almost Halloween. And what Nick was just referencing, we are playing Destiny. Destiny has a Halloween event right now. I'm exploring the tower. You know, doing what I do, picking up bounties and stuff. And Nick. With no context whatsoever, in the most excited, like, you know, eight-year-old cheerleader girl voice possible goes, bro, free candy. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> there's, like, candy you collect for this event that you can, like, turn in for rewards and stuff. And he just, like, free candy. Like, like if there was a van, I would be hunting for his kidnapped body right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, but I would save you, Nick. I would save you, just so you know. Oh uh, yes, free candy. Free candy. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's how they get you, man. That's how they get you. <laughs> uh, so good. But that Halloween event is <clears throat> pretty fun. We we played for at least an hour. Like that was a good time. Yeah, that was like two hours, I think. Dos hours. Dos hours. Let me see which how is, much is Spanish for. We played longer than I thought we would. Uh, let's see here. Go to my library. We- we played at least an hour. Oh no, we played two hours today. Oh, okay. yesterday, yeah. But it was really fun. Like the game, the Halloween gameplay loop right now is pretty satisfying. Like you do your regular Destiny stuff, the the stuff that we talk about all the time on the podcast. Here, you do that stuff, and you get these spooky pages that glow green. They're, spectral They're called pages. spectral pages. Yeah. And then you do this Halloween event, and you kill bosses, and then those spectral pages just vanish and turn into manifest pages or something like that and then you turn those in to unlock lore and then you just keep doing that you turn those in because despite all you know previous knowledge guardians cannot read i'm I'm pretty sure there's probably an exotic weapon tied to this too like turn enough pages you unlock the exotic weapon quest the spooky blaster that's what i like to call my penis yes Well, that was anticlimactic. (laughs) Oh my goodness! The the Jacto Lantern. The Jacto Lantern. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if there's an emphasis on the O. (laughs) I don't know if there's an exclusive weapon, but I know that there's. I know there's weapons that are pretty darn good. Um, 
like the Braytech Werewolf is pretty good. That one they bring back like every year and they added some new perks to it. So like you can unlock that. The sniper's apparently really good. All that stuff you can unlock from uh what's the girl's name? Ava something. Levante, Ava Levante. Sounds fancy. Sounds French. Levante for buy silver. <laughs> Levante, which is French for I'm bankrupt. Let's what? see. Halloween event. Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. What does the fox say? We can live like Jack and Sally if we want. You can always find us. There's free candy in the tree here. <laughs> I get excited and I blow my lip. What? <laughs> Uh, well, that's a fucking stupid article. You know what I? You know why internet websites are dying? Because like you click on an article and it's the most generic, regurgitated. I read a headline somewhere, or it's like article three sentences in the middle of twenty advertisements. So it's like, like I was looking up achievements for the new, um, <clears throat> the new Call of Duty. Of course uh, you were. Warfare. Yeah, because because I'm an achievement, I'm an achievement hoe. So I was like, I got to figure out these achievements are. So I pull up, Google it, put it in the Google machine, and it's like trueachievements.com. I'm like, that sounds good. So I click on that, and I'm like, fifty advertisements, and you know this convoluted list of achievements. But I got to wade through like you know whatever. Buy this for back pain, and I'm like, what? No. This is Halloween. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, I guess it's just that macabre sniper rifle. The macabre? The macabre? The macabre? The macabre. The macabre. Oh, and there's a black cat sparrow you can get. Ooh, that sounds spooky. Ooh. You ride that thing under a ladder and it breaks. <laughs> your, your character just permadies. You're like, your character gets deleted. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Welcome to Halloween. Time to start a new character. All your progress is gone. Dude, that would be a fun game mode. So Destiny needs to have like like spooktacular crucible, right? Where just randomly throughout the match, spooky things happen. Like your controls get reversed. Like the screen goes completely black. Like you just get possessed and start moving around randomly. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound fun at all. I don't know, dude. It could be a good time. It could be a good time. We've been podcasting for almost a year. Do you know that? Yeah, it's one week away. Take a look and see. Tilt your head to the side and said, I'm angry. <laughs> chicken, the uh, Chinese, the Chinese chicken. Have a drumstick in your brain. Stop sticking. Watch your next pass with the lights on. With that like maze on. You see the smoking nuts at this one. <laughs> you got to get in tune with Sailor Moon because that cartoon has got the boom Ooh, anime, anime babes. babes. Yep. <laughs> It made me think the wrong thing. <laughs> oh man, uh, how are you doing this week, my my dude, my bro? Ah, uh, good man. Still super busy with school. Sh- with school, school in work. Shula. Yeah, I had a busy Shula. work week as well. Not so much school, but more like more like getting schooled. Oh, uh, 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 oh, oh. So yeah, man, it's been a it's been a busy week, but it's been nice to relax. And uh, I actually played I played a decent amount of games this week. Uh, <laughs> even, even though this week was busy, I played a decent amount of games. You and Lily, so many games. I did, and Lily did too, man. Lily I saw did she too. was playing Stray. I saw it, dude. I got it. Yeah, I, 
I don't want to talk about it right now. I'll talk about it during during our game section. All right. I don't want to lead us astray. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. man. There's another listener. We're down to one. <laughs> right off the <laughs> rip. <laughs> Thank you, our one listener. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. So, um, yeah, man. So let's talk about, let's see, Halloween's a week away. So let's talk about Halloween, man. What are your kids or what are you in the messes going to be for Halloween? Are you going to dress up? Ooh. Do you guys dress up? Uh, Lily is going to be a cheerleader from the Zombies 3 movie, the Disney movie Zombies 3. There's like a girl in the movie who's a cheerleader. And in the movie, in the third movie, spoiler alert, she finds out that she's an alien. So my daughter is going to be like the alien version of her with blue hair and this like blue and, and silver dress that light that lights up. Uh, she's like super into that movie and she looks hecka adorable in her little uh, alien outfit. It's so cute. Uh, so I'm not dressing up. I don't think my wife is dressing up either, but that's just because she's like a thousand years pregnant. A thousand years. What are you dressed up as? The moon. Oh, wow. (laughs) I would never say that. (laughs) You'd say something much worse. (laughs) You look like an impregnated. Never mind. (laughs) You're like, you're going to dress up as as, uh, Luke Skywalker and she'll be the Death Star. (laughs) Uh, Angela, I love you. I'm sorry. Um, Anyhow. So, yeah. So we're not dressing up. Uh, Halloween's on a Monday this year. It's kind of weird. It is. It's very weird. Um, and then uh, my son's going to be Spider-Man. And then uh, our youngest daughter, we got her like a little dragon costume. Oh, yeah. You were saying that. She was like running around the house. Yeah, running around the house, roaring at everybody. It's so cute. What kind of a dragon? Like just a little green dragon costume? No, nah, it's blue. That's even cooler. Yeah, it's blue. And then, uh, you know, the hat's got like some or the head portion's got, you know, just like head stuff, and then it's got wings on its head, too. I'll call her Katy Perry, because she's about to roar. Yeah. Um, it, what was I going to say? Oh, so here's a little weird. So the trick-or-treating hours here are from 5 to 7. Hmm. Like, super early. And then they've instituted a rule um, around the military installations here that you have to be 12 years or younger. Interesting. So, so okay. yeah, so 13 and up are, aren't allowed to go door to door. And I think it's just because there's so many kids around here. Um, plus, like last year, they had a bunch of problems with like a, the older kids causing issues. Sure. So, so they were just like, you know what? 12 years and younger. Yeah, that makes sense. Sorry, Nick, you can't you can't go trick or treating this year. Oh, it, I'm not even a little mad about it. My daughter, who's a freaking sophomore in high school, is like, can I go trick or treating? I was like, no. <laughs> no what can i do you can stay home and hand out candy you can stay home and you can play resident evil there you go oh uh, that would require her to actually play real video games real video games resident evil resident good. evil resident evil good times this yeah man halloween this is halloween I was going to wear the same thing I wore last year because uh, I'm lazy and I didn't want to buy a new costume, but I remembered that I have like this full body, like pajama kind of thing from like a couple of years ago. That's, that's a Jack Skellington. So I'll probably just wear that because you know, why not? Yeah. Plus like uh, Angela's due dates, like super close. So 
we're not trying to do anything too crazy because very possible yeah. she might go into labor and we have to be like bye i went trick-or-treating and someone handed me this baby what <laughs> what's your costume it's called labor <laughs> it's called labor <laughs> oh man that's exciting right around the corner man i know super sucky no tricks just a little treat coming yeah <laughs> no they're pretty they're pretty trickstery for about the first you know 18 years of their life yeah i have a seven-year-old teenager hooray hooray, hooray. Wait till she's, just wait till she's like an actual teenager it's gonna be magnified yeah there's there's time there's time to wait for that dude there's not there you, you're getting a preview no this is what we call a pre-screen <laughs> no <laughs> this is the, this is my pre-order of a teenager <laughs> <laughs> It comes with a bonus, uh, the bonus content called Early Teen Years at 7. I pre-ordered a teenager, bonus content, angst. All right. It's six years early access. Six years early access. (laughs) Unlock, unlock anger early. I'm kidding. Oh, man. It is funny, though, how the kids, like, just as they grow up, man, it's just like, I don't know. I still get a kick out of people that are like, how many kids do you have? One. And they're like, you're gonna have, you're gonna get more, and I just like, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, not right now, no. no. You know, Don't they have like, they have like three, and they're like, my kids are great, and I'm like, that's that's awesome, nice. Yeah, you're describing you. me right there. <laughs> I appreciate it. How many kids yeah. do you have? One. How many kids do you have? Three. Yeah, that's great, man. And then parents yeah. just go, that's what's wonderful. That's I, so nice. You know, every kid's every kid's different though, like. You just on your first kid got you know it. I, it's not a bad role, if you will, <laughs> on the human on the human genome front. Uh, it's just a it's a harder class to pick up and play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's advanced. You you rolled an advanced model. <laughs> yes, I did. My kid is amazing. Deep learning uh, curve. And I love her so much. Yeah, there, dude. There is a steep learning curve of being a parent, dude. I I tell I tell parents all the time. I'm like, you know, I talk to parents very honestly, and they're just like, yeah, I don't feel like I'm doing a good job like most of the time. And I'm like, yeah, me neither. I think that's like something that you probably need to feel all the time as a parent. You just never really feel like you're doing how good you want to be, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. But you try your best, and you love your kids, and I love her unconditionally, no matter what. I uh... proud of her. I, I read somewhere online there's a fix though. Um, it's kind of like a, a little hack to like get your kids to behave better. Mm-hmm. It's called drop them on their head a couple times. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Pretty soon they stop moving around and they just sit there and stare at the wall. <laughs> oh my goodness. Do not, do not tell that to your wife. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. I'm not pre- I'm not prepared. Like, dude, I need to wake up way more to be prepared for the things that come out of your mouth. <laughs> I'm just getting started. <laughs> I know. Oh man. So that's cool, dude. Yeah, I'm excited for Halloween. It is weird. It's on a Monday, but costumes are fun. I like I like watching my kid get excited about everything. And of course, there's all the, the good candy. We we uh they did this thing here because all the kids need to get their flu shot for school and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but they tie it to like a trunk or treat, so people like hand out candy out of the back of their cars and stuff. Sure, free candy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so you go into the clinic, you get your shot, and then you come out and you can walk around to all the different cars and get candy. 
So nice. this is Anna's first like experience of Halloween. So she's in her dragon costume, just having a ball, right? Yeah. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, like it comes time to like get candy. So the first one, it wasn't too spooky. And she just walked up and she like snatched the candy out of their hands. <laughs> and then we had this bag for her, but she didn't want to put it away. So she was just holding this candy. And then uh, she starts like get to some of the spooky cars and she won't go up to them. We're like, we're sorry. It's... And they're like, oh, it's fine. And we're putting candy in her bag. And then she gets to another one, but she her hands are full of candy. And so she wants the <laughs> she wants the candy that they have. So she tells them to drop it. <laughs> so that she can pick up the candy and hold all the candy in both their hands. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. Yeah. And then uh there was someone there that had like a donut costume on that said Dunkin' Donuts on it. Oh, nice. And and she was not having it. That donut was suspect. She was like, what is going on here? Yeah, she like she like locked onto the donut and she just circled the donut from a distance. <laughs> like a like a shark in the water. <laughs> like, what is this? Yeah. And then once just, that's funny. And then once her, her brother caught up to her and she saw him going up, she kind of grasped it, the concept a little bit better. But yeah. Yeah, dude. We're we're gonna go trick-or-treating this year, I think, but it'll have to be after work because I do have to work on that Monday um in my neighborhood like there's not really trick-or-treaters in like the condo area where i live but next door there's a bunch of neighborhoods that that uh, are pretty ritzy that have some good candy runs and uh where um where andrea lives you know there's there's some like good little cul-de-sac area so we'll probably like hit up a couple of those areas you know get her tons of candy let her show off her her light up alien costume which is so sick yeah uh i mean around here the neighborhood we live in is so densely populated because it's literally like a giant military housing development and, right uh, i mean last year we only made it through our street and half of another one and their bags were full and we were like okay we're done well and in colorado where i live you know usually like the usually halloween is is chilly like you know you so see you you everybody has their oh it's been warm there uh, it's been yeah, it's been a weird October, dude. Like we've had some really nice fall days, like perfect weather, sun shining. You know, not too hot, not too cold. Like literally, just beautiful weather. It, it has not really hit like the winter season yet. Today's the first day it's supposed to like get a little frosty, um, and and freeze a little bit. But yeah, typically here Halloween is like a very very cold day usually. So it's like, hey, I'm gonna dress up as you know, like last year, like I was uh, Johnny Lawrence and Cobra Kai, and I had like my my sleeveless shirt on and i'm like i'm not wearing this outside like it's cold yeah <laughs> um but yeah dude it's been nice weather though but that's supposed to change today yeah it's been warming up here too it was like 70 something the other day i was like geez i was hot like i was like opening the windows in the house because we don't have ac here mm -hmm. so everything's like natural airflow natural <laughs> airflow yeah there's no ac in germany it's not a thing not a thing yeah you know everybody uses like portable air conditioners and stuff you know what is a thing though what new music is there new music though i was very disappointed with today, like this week's new music. i mean there's one new track which i was geeking out over because it's it's my boys and in, in good old mxpx you know what i mean yeah i listened to it i wasn't a fan you didn't like it for real no man it just really like like it's because they're older now right like let's be honest they're 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 older and it just i don't know like I like some of their more mature stuff and this just sounded really immature. Okay. Wow. I'm surprised you didn't like it. That's I'm actually like genuinely surprised by that. That's like, crazy. It, don't get me wrong. It's, it's MXPX, right? 
Yeah. Um, but for something, so like, I will listen to like Life in General or Slowly Going the Way to Buffalo uh-huh. or whatever. But I understand yeah. that at that point in their life, they're a lot younger. Right. <laughs> when you give me new MXPX, I don't want it to sound like you're a teenager or an early 20 something. You listen to Slowly Going the Way to Buffalo and you're like reminding yourself they made this in 1998 when they were, you know, 18, 19, 20. And, and like it kind of frames like that time in your life and makes a little and, bit more and, sense. And, and this is going to be a spicy take, I guess. Right. But I think Slowly Going the Way to Buffalo, that entire album sounds more mature than this new track. OK. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I'm here. And you're like, yeah, I. I think people on uh, on our Facebook group, at least from what I've seen, like some people do agree with you. I think people, some people like it because it sounds like older MXPX and other people aren't like, aren't a huge fan, but I did. Um, I think I, I think I told you, but I'll let our listeners know in case they want to listen to it. So MXPX has a new track. It's called Unstoppable, but uh, I was telling you, it's not actually their own song. It's a cover um that they, they you know punkified like mxpx it up but it's originally um from the planet smashers the band the planet smashers which is the band that i saw open for five iron frenzy and that's when i heard this song for the first time from them and their version i would encourage you to go listen to theirs and see if you like it since it's number one it's their song but secondly it's very different from the mxpx one it's it's more more reggae vibes in there more ska roots uh the song is a little bit slower um it's it just feels and sounds like a totally different song and then that way you can hear the original and compare it because i'd be curious next uh next podcast next week i'd be curious um if you like it better or if you're just not a fan of like the song in general like i'm just curious yeah i mean it and it could just be one of those things like i listened to it a couple times and just wasn't feeling it and maybe yeah. i'll feel it later you know you weren't you weren't feeling this no i was definitely not feeling this uh <laughs> well, I, I definitely I, I had regret it. right now <laughs> I feel the regret right now. <laughs> <laughs> Turning this podcast off. <laughs> I'm not oh, feeling this. I podcast alone in October. <laughs> My co-host left me. <laughs> I'm all alone in the winter. <laughs> oh my gosh. I loved it, dude. I I mean, I'm an MXPX fanboy like through and through. Uh, like one one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, I listened to it on repeat, unashamed, like just over and over again. I I, I just was geeking out. Loved it. Unashamed. Loved it. I was geeking out. Um, yeah, man, absolutely loved it. And I also really like their. Speaking of covers, they they do a cover of a Teenage Bottle Rocket song called Without You. That's another one of uh, their songs that I'm just absolutely in love with. I think that cover is amazing. But I don't I don't know. I'm trying to remember if they've actually released that on like a record or something. I think that might be on their live record. I'd have to go back and look. When was the last time they put out like an actual album, like an LP? Uh, it was their self-titled. <laughs> And it came out in 20, uh, 2020, let me see. MXPX is your friend, MXPX does it again. Oh, no, I was way out, I'm sorry, 20, 2018. I was going to say 2018, but I thought, if 
thought it was earlier. No, it was 2018. So yeah, July of 2018 was their self-titled. And then, oh, and that's right. And then when the and then when uh, COVID hit, Mike Herrera started doing uh, the Life in Quarantine ses- sessions, which became a vinyl. But those were all reworked just, MXPX yep. songs, just acoustic and some tumble down songs as well. So it was really cool stuff. But that wasn't a full record. And then after that, they did the they released the box set, and then they released. Um, the live in san antonio that we both picked up and talked about like quite a few episodes back which is of course is a live album right yep so yeah they are they are are working on new material though um they have slowly going the way the buffalo the ever passing moment and life in general each coming out on november 4th on on vinyl it's crazy it took them so long because uh up until the box set slowly going the way the buffalo hadn't been repressed right uh, that's correct. So the box set was the first time since 98, and, to my knowledge, that it had and been And now repressed. they've got two new color variants and another black repressing coming? Yep. It's crazy. I mean, it's, it's almost like they realized people will pay ridiculous amounts of money for that album. Well, the, the original pressings will always hold value, but you know, one thing I like about MXPX and I've always liked about MXPX, they listen, they really listen to their fans and the people that love their music. Like, they're very genuine and like you know if if fans are asking for something they're gonna do their best to like accommodate that um and they put like a lot of love and care into like everything they put out so like the box set was i heard on the podcast um tom chinchilla who's one of their like marketing manager guys and and friends he spent years trying to uh accommodate all their master tapes to put the box set together and they like had to rework it a couple times until it was just perfect and it sounded perfect because they didn't want to put out like a subpar box set to their fans which i think is amazing well yeah plus didn't you say like um his mom helps him like do all the packaging and stuff like that and shipping Yep. So yeah, they actually have the merch arsenal is like at his home and his mom like is works in the merch arsenal uh, and and helps package everything. It's like so cool. And, you know, they like you're supporting them directly. Like when you buy from their website, like they literally like go to that room in his house and like grab your merchandise and ship it to you, you know, and it's just so cool. Cool. So cool. But that was the new track, the new track that I was really excited about. Um, I also listened to... It's not really new, but I, I'm, I was excited about it because I, I pre-ordered a vinyl like two years ago and I was wondering what happened to it. I was like, it's probably mixed in with all my boxes and stuff that I haven't gone through yet. Um, I'm sure it's here somewhere. And then Andrea messaged me and was like, hey, I have a vinyl here for you. I'm like, what? Like, what could it be? Like, I haven't lived there in a couple of years. Like, wh- what? what is this? And so I, I, I went to drop off Lily yesterday, grabbed the vinyl, saw the, the front of the box. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is where this went. It was um, <clears throat> the band Felicity, which is a band I've talked about on the podcast before that I really enjoy. They're a really cool mix of pop punk. They got like, a, they remind me a little bit of a day to remember. Um, they, like some of their, some <laughs> of their songs the are pretty heavy like that. The day I forgot. The day I <laughs> The, the day I, the day I told you that about and you didn't and you weren't there the, the, the day, day the day the day I forgot that day that day twenty five years ago we're listening bow, 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 bow. that was a yellow card song <laughs> oh man dude yes did you did you order lights and sounds did you see that that's on vinyl what no show me dude smartpunk.shop. there's some sick black and yellow variants of lights and sounds right now. Are we going to do another live order session? Probably not. Uh, okay. There's a reason for that, though. Because you about to have a kid. 
Well, yeah, that's part of it. That's not really that big of a part of it because I've known about that for about nine months. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at, at, at this point, it's a surprise to you that your wife is pregnant. <laughs> what? What? Uh, is what? it is it part of the shop or is it part of the records? It's um smart punk. I think smartpunk.shop is the okay. website. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I see it right smart, here. Oh, smart is, it, punk is it a double LP or is it just you pick no, one just two, just two colors? Excuse me. Oh, thirty-five dollars though? Oof. Is that what is that what it's going for? Yeah, dude. And then neck deep has like a million different variants as well of rain in July, which I preordered that like uh, a month ago, month or two months ago. So I'm not gonna double up on that. It is cool though. The color of it is so sick. Oh, they have anthem. Yeah, I do. That's still a less than Jake album that I need to buy. Like that's probably one of their best albums. It's uh, it's bright orange. Yeah. Oh wait, or, is there mean, two? Is there two? No, just one. You mean orange? Orange. That's a good album. Uh, ooh, they got mustard plug. What? I love mustard. Dude, there's plug. there's so much, man. Just stop looking because you're gonna find like a million things. I love mustard plug. And then you're gonna be, then you're gonna be broke, and then your wife is gonna blame me, and then you're gonna be homeless, and you're gonna have to come live with me, and like I don't, you know, it's just gonna be a whole thing. It'll be this weird relationship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You and your, you and your seventeen kids are gonna have to live here in my condo, and I just don't have room for that, bro. Oh, uh, let's see what else they got in here. Your smile fades in the summer. Order <laughs> just like my marriage online. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I need to buy Anthem. I still need to buy Pezcore eventually, but that one's kind of hard to find. Oh, Neck Deep? Mm. Yeah, I just said that. I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> I know you were. Oh, Thrice. Oh, wait, that, I already know. That's not Artist in the Ambulance. That's the one I want. Artist in the Ambulance is so good, though. In with the Outcrowd? Oh, that's sold out. But you can get in with the Outcrowd on the a different website. The Black Parade? Is it the picture disc? No. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city to see a marching band. He said, son, when you grow up, <laughs> you'll be the... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got I to gotta go off here, dude. Oh, there's so many. Ooh, the Gaslight Anthem. That's a good one. 59 Abort. sounds. Ooh. Abort. Yeah, dude, I, I really want um I like the gaslight anthem a lot. I really want to get <gasps> bro handwritten. Bro, what's up? What's up? Fallout boy. No. Dude, take this to your grave. That's a good one. I don't, dude. We've talked about this. No, no me gusta. It's not even the kind of fallout boy you don't like. It's the kind you do like. No me gusta. No me, no me gusta. Bro, fallout boy. Panic. Panic at the disco. Which one? A fever you can't sweat out. Really? Okay, now I'm excited about that. That's cool. Uh, let's see here. Panic at the Disco? Let's uh, see. It's sold out. Never mind, dude. Don't worry about dude, it. Dude, <laughs> why, why are you doing this to me, man? Could you trash Fallout Boy? <laughs> yep, that's okay. I stand behind it 100%. Ooh, Taking Back Sunday on sale. Fever You Can't Sweat Out. Yeah, that's cool. When I was a young boy. Swear to shake it up. Okay, we got We got to get back to the podcast because right now they're just listening to me sing lyrics and browse vinyl. This is why people tune in, man. Is it this though? Is, this is why they tune in. 
Um, yeah, the lights and sounds though, it, this is, it's kind of funny because that this was the second pressing of that one in these two colors that hasn't sold out yet. And the first pressing of it was like last, uh, Tuesday, I believe it was the day that the blink presale tickets went live. Um, the first pressing of that went live and all like 2000 copies of two different colors of this sold out in less than a minute. It was insane. And then they and then did the second same, pressing. Those same people are complaining that they didn't get blink tickets because they didn't get their priorities straight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um yeah man, but like MXPX was the big one this week. Um uh there's a couple other bands that I follow that had new records but I haven't listened to the full thing yet. Like a Christian metal band from the 80s that I really like called Striper released a new record on the 21st. Um, and I'm about halfway through that. I really like it. It's just very classic, like 80s metal. And Michael Sweet, the lead singer of Striper, dude, it's just they're incredible musicians. And he does like the, the classic 80s, like, you know, yeah, like scream, like super high pitched scream that lasts forever. It's, it's, uh, just, it hits me in all the right places, bro. I love it. I can hit you in the right places. Hit me with your best shot. <laughs> Do somebody, uh, if you're if you're listening to this, hopefully you are. I'm sorry if we turned you off, but if you're listening to this, count up how many random songs that we've sang and and uh, hit us up on Twitter or email us and let us know how many random music references we've made in this episode. That's the MHH podcast at gmail.com. Same thing on or Twitter. the MHH podcast on Twitter. On Twitter. So hit us up and be like you guys talked about music way too much. Um on that though, we did both the order of vinyl. Yes. Yes, we did. Is it bad that I forgot which one it was? How many vinyls did you order this question? (laughs) (laughs) Uh I mean you you know, it's math, whatever, dude. Ooh, whatever. Why don't you tell me what you ordered and then I'll tell you. <laughs> uh <laughs> wait a minute, that's cheating. <laughs> um we it was the Alec Melton. Yep. Actually, that's the okay, that's not the only thing. I ordered two vinyls this oh week. Oh my that, god. <laughs> uh, but, but yes, I messaged you about Al- Alex Melton's uh, debut vinyl, and he released a new song off of that record with a music video, which is pretty cool. Um, and the variants of that record are so cool, like just really awesome colors. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I can't remember. It was like some weird brown uh, kind of splatter color we ordered, right? Yeah, it's... Uh, let me see here. I'm going to go to the website so I can... Oh, the Black Braves dead on vinyl? dead well that's the live that's the live one right yeah yeah so we pre-ordered um it's called (laughs) it's it's such a long color bone in half coke bottle clear half beer with heavy white splatter is what it's (laughs) called it's like half light brown half light green see-through with like black splatters and it's also like kind of transparent it looks really cool and it's a limited edition out of like 150 but it's his debut record um pretty cool man i'm I'm excited for it and so we both got that that's over at pure noise right pure noise yep um dot merch now.com and then he released a music video for beer never broke my heart uh which is his you know punk cover of a luke combs song so um i've said it on the podcast before i'm not a huge fan of country um i've tried it it's just but luke combs is country for people who wear skinny jeans 
there you go. <laughs> and then you, and then you have Alex Melton who just like you know does his thing and just blows the heck out of a track. So you know, I'm here for it. Yes, I'm here for it. I'm ready, baby. I'm done. New four year strong is coming out as well. Enemy of the world, but right? haven't they been around for longer than four years? Well, they it's like a ten years strong now or something. <laughs> four years strong after after year five, they're done because <laughs> they get weak. That's so funny. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> Blink One Eighty Two is how many how many years they're going to keep going as a band? Hundred eighty years. Have you seen the uh, marketing campaign for that? Where they they're using like the old people filters and and like retaking iconic Blink photos with the filter. I think I have seen that online. <laughs> they just look so old. <laughs> so funny, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, Alex Melton. And then I also, uh, so I ordered that. And the only other thing I ordered was uh, a new Huntington's record that came out, which is uh, like a very, you would not you would not like it because you don't like the Ramones. So the Huntington's is a very like Ramones inspired pop, or not pop, but punk band. Where each song is like a minute and a half and ridiculously fast. Exactly. Yep. And that kind of, and just that kind of style. So the whole album is like 23 minutes, 23 seconds. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 30 seconds to Mars. What if I took 31 seconds to get to Mars? Do you think that's a copyright infringement? (laughs) We'll just start making bands that are just similar. Yeah, 30 band, 30, 30.5 seconds to Mars. (laughs) 30 31 seconds to Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a band of what what? No, no. Mm. Uh. That's funny, man. But yeah, the Alex Mountain one should be good. Ready for it. I'm here for it. Um, that's pretty much it, man. For the for the music side of things. Like, but it's been a it's been a big week for gaming, dude. Have, I feel hold on. I feel like I'm stretching. Oh yeah, that's the spot. <laughs> uh, ooh, oh, against the unraveling. Are you still shopping? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. He says. <laughs> oh, the gang's oh, all here. That has doesn't that have a sunshine highway on it, or was that Warriors Code? Uh, I honestly don't know. You 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 know more of the Dropkick songs. Than I do. Oh no, this one has a uh, uh, "Amazing Grace," their cover of "Amazing Grace" on it. I also forgot to mention that this week, um, Less Than Jake released their "Silver Linings" deluxe version. So it's the regular "Silver Linings" record that came out in 2020, but shinier, but, but shinier. But there's five yeah. five new songs on it, and four of them are acoustic versions of, or sorry, one B side three acoustic songs of songs that are already on the original record. And then um, a really cool, like acoustic cover. So it's really cool. I like the acoustic songs. The vinyl is really rad. It's like a two pack and one of the sizes etched. So it looks really cool. Um, I just don't know if I want to spend the money on something I already have for just like four extra songs. Yeah, I, I feel you. But it's, but it's cool. I mean, the etching is really rad. It's like the cover art of less than Jake silver linings etched onto the side of the record. It's, it's really awesome. And then the record itself is black and white and silver and splattered and just super cool. How much is it? 32 bucks. Oh, that's a lot. Well, it's a two. I mean, it is a lot, but it's a deluxe, you know, double. Like if I didn't already own silver linings, 
I'd be very tempted, but you know, it's just a bummer that like, you know, you got to rebuy it if you want those four songs on vinyl. True. Oh, speaking of Alex Mountain, did you listen to his if uh if Link One Eighty Two wrote Jumper by Third Eye Blind? No, I forgot to listen to it. Oh, it's so good, dude. Sorry. I'll listen to it. Um listen to it tonight. Tonight. We are young. Oh my gosh. All right, video games. Uh yes. Yes. It was a very, very big, big day in or week and Vigi Vigi games yeah man you why don't why don't you start i started the music segment why don't why don't you kick off video games i'm rolling out, you well, can't see what i'm doing right now because we're not recording with video but i'm I'm rolling out the red carpet for you my friend so well we already kind of talked about destiny so that kind of covers that um destiny you know it's still destiny uh yeah uh destiny? The, the new expansion comes out in february or march or something like that somewhere around there nice uh yeah that's still destiny um did i play anything else i don't know oh a plague tale requiem oh you did play that i didn't get around to that yet i yeah, downloaded yeah. it i, I haven't yeah. played very much i played like maybe an hour or two okay. uh man that game is super super pretty <laughs> is it yeah uh really really pretty okay um, it is a next gen only game so it's pc ps5 xbox series um and that is it a plague tales. Yes. Did you ever play the first one? <laughs> no, I never did. You asked me about it um, yeah. quite a few episodes back. Never played it. So, so the basic premise is like this picks up after the first one a little bit. Um, and in the first one, your your brother is sick, and you play the his sister, the the female. I uh, I'm forget I'm drawing a blank on her name right now. Um, it's like a very unique name, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Like the boy's name is Hugo. Yeah, the uh, girl's the girl's name is um man, I, I gotta look it up. Yeah, she has a very she has a very unique name. I remember that. But so he's afflicted uh, with something, and he can kind of like when he gets upset, he can call in rats. And this thing is set during the plague outbreak is in it, Europe. Uh, Amica, Amicia, 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 yeah, Amicia, yeah. Okay. Um, so you're like trying to because the people are looking for him because they're tying him to like the plague outbreak okay uh so you get away and then uh this game kind of starts and i didn't get very far like an hour or so it's very cut scene heavy very story driven Mm -hmm. um but where i got and this is probably like the first hour of the game so it's not really a spoiler uh it starts off and you're living somewhere with your mom i'm living never mind (laughs) yeah it's like you're in france or something and uh and uh, Amicia and Hugo are out playing and they, they end up in this like what they think is a castle ruins um, but it turns out like it's like inhabited by like these bee farmers that got attacked uh, just so happened to get attacked by like some bandits I don't know and uh, mm-hmm. so they think you're part of the bandits so you're escaping from there um, and while you're escaping Amicia kind of gets like in trouble and Hugo like unleashes the rats on these people and okay. uh and so, and then you black out, and when you come to, um, you're in a wagon with your mother, and these people are stopping you, and they're saying, hey, we're looking for a little boy, blah, 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 and Hugo's kind of hiding in the back of the cart. Okay. Um, and they end up searching the cart, they find him, and then everything goes to hell, and Amicia has to, like, start murdering fools. <laughs> so, 
So unless I missed what you were saying, um, I know I, I watched a review on the game and what's the deal with the rats? Because it sounded like the rats were like a big part of the game, like the yeah. original game. Yeah. So the rats in the original game are pretty much like you fight human enemies and rats, um, but the rats will hurt you too mm-hmm. if you're in the dark. So they're afraid of the light. Okay. Um, and Hugo has the ability to control rats. Okay. He can control them. Yeah, so like you can, he can use powers to like sick rats on people. When I was watching the footage of the second, uh, the second game of Plague Tale Requiem, it looked like um, the rats were more of a like almost like a puzzle mechanic. Like they're they're an enemy, but the the footage I was watching was like using like a cart with uh, flames on it and stuff to like scare the rats away to get through areas and kind of like some stealth gameplay. Is that is that kind of what you do in those situations? Yeah, yeah, and it's the the stealth portions are unique. Because unlike a lot of stealth games where you want to stay hidden in the shadows, mm-hmm. in this one, you almost want to be in the light. Because, okay, that makes and, sense. And then Amicia has, like, she studies alchemy, and she has some things that she can launch with her slingshot that'll, okay. like, extinguish fire and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So, like, enemies walking around with torches, she can target the torch, and it'll go out, and then the rats will eat the enemy. Okay. So it's kind of like that weird, like, you want to be in the light for this one. Okay. That's cool. Um, but it's supposed to be really good. Uh, it got really good reviews across the board. People are yeah, saying it's like a don't miss kind of game. So, uh, and I think it takes around like 14, 15 hours to beat, probably. That's awesome. I downloaded it um, on Game Pass. I just have been oh, you know, playing, playing other things. 15 hours, according to how long to beat. Okay. And then 19 for terrible. main and extras, 25 for completionists. 25 for you josh yeah um but it's it's super pretty uh it's got really cool mechanics supposed to have a really really good story so i'm looking more or looking forward to playing more of that eventually right eventually Eventually, yes that's cool i'm excited to play it i've heard it's a very uh very unique game it looks like something that i would enjoy and you know once again uh if you don't have game pass great reason to get game pass because you know you could pay 50 bucks for the game i think is what it's going for or you can get game pass and try it out for free and if you don't like it uh no big deal yep and then um it's also on ps5 as well it's it's not exclusive to like xbox and pc it's on ps5 okay um so yeah cool so there's that played a little bit of that um we haven't played it but gotham gotham knights (laughs) came out (laughs) Which got some, uh, I don't want to say I don't want to say negative, but I think it got mostly negative reviews well, I'll, I'll in, in comparison to the Batman games, which is you know what it's modeled after, of course. So it's sitting at a sixty nine on Metacritic, right? It's not. That's not terrible. It's not horrible. You know, seven's like considered okay, um, right? So, but there's, I mean, there's outlets giving it good reviews. You know, it's it's getting the ninety sixes, nineties. Uh, let's see. Are there any big outlets giving it high scores? Well, I th- um, PlayStation gave it an eight. I think you also have to look too at at um, you know how you're going to be playing the game, right? Like if you're if you're going to buy the game strictly for a single player experience, like should you buy it right now? Maybe not. But if you're buying it for a co-op experience, like I've heard the co-op is really fun. Like they've done some really innovative things and I'm sure it's just really enjoyable to like cruise around the city with your buddy and, you know, fight crime. Right. And it's uh, so like 
looking around online, there's a lot of people, even though it's reviewing poorly. And I think a lot of the poor reviews are just performance related. It only runs at 30 frames a second on next gen consoles. It's very hard to get it to run at uh, 60 frames a second on the PC even. Um, and that's with like really good hardware. Um, oh, so really? Think, yeah. Uh, so I think, I think uh, it's either they're using a poorly optimized engine engine or just like needed more work. Um, I heard the combat is fun and re but repetitive, but that's like it's the Batman Arkham style ish type combat. And I right. mean, that combat was never like super in depth where it was super fresh and engaging for the whole experience. Mm -hmm. So, uh, combat can be repetitive, whatever. Uh, I think you're right when you say the joy of it comes from co op. That's what it seems uh, like to me from the reviews that I've seen because it's and just it's like. Yeah. untethered co-op so no matter like the whole map is open i could be on one other side of the map completely like forever and away from you and we could both be doing our own thing right and i think <clears throat> i think the fact that they intended it or modeled it mainly around that i think is pretty obvious just based on the fact that there's four characters that you can play as and you know in the single player campaign yes you can switch between all four of them whenever you want but you know the fact that there's four characters is like okay i'm gonna play red hood and i'm gonna you know be uh more like ranged combat and you're gonna play Batgirl and run up and punch people in the face right now you do have to level each of the characters up so I think ideally you would play through the campaign with one and then go back and play again with another. Right. Yeah, you gotta level them up individually, but to that to that effect as well, if you do play the game single player, um, they each have their own very unique play style. They each play differently. So, you know, it's not one of those games where you have four characters that all look and feel the same. They're all very different, but the combat is similar uh in terms of just like kind of mashing mashing buttons there's no counter like there is in the batman arkham games and then there's like a super meter that yeah that builds up but the play style between the characters is at least different that gives you some variety i think there's a dodge still so you have a dodge you don't yeah, have a exactly. counter but you have a dodge and i think if you time the dodge right you can uh your your combo meter stays or whatever right it looks, it looks fun, and I think I told you, like, I was going to buy it, but with all this stuff coming out or stuff on the horizon, the fact that I want to do, like, the Call of Duty um, $30, like, upgrade, like, I'm going to hold off for now. Like, I think I'll pick it up eventually when it goes on, like, a Steam sale, and it'd be a really great co-op game for us to play when there's not, like, a ton of stuff out. Um, but for right now, never. <laughs> I know, right? But for right now, I'm going to I'm gonna pass on it just because I don't really want to drop 60 bucks on a game at the moment. Yeah, I, I, it's. I think it's one hundred percent going to go on the Steam Fall Sale and probably on the Steam Winter Sale. Because mm -hmm. uh, with the reviews being as low as they are, a lot of people put a lot of stock in that. I don't think it sells well. I think you see Black Friday and stuff like that happen, right? Um, and it, it'll be discounted. You know, it'll be that thirty dollar game or whatever. It, exactly, but it does look fun. It looks like you know, definitely the continuation of the Arkham games, and there's a lot of similarities and. Of all the reviews I've seen, exploring the city is really fun. The game is visually very impressive. Like the story is uh, um, pretty cool, you know, like in terms of just it's different having Batman be dead is what they're pitching, you know, and you're and you're one of these four new heroes. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. It seems cool. Yeah, it seems, it seems all right. Like we'll get there. I think it'll be it'll be cool. Right. Um, Let's see here. Uh, they had the Resident Evil 4 or the Resident Evil live stream where they went over like uh, Resident Evil 4. Yes. The remake. Did you watch? Did you finally watch the gameplay from that? I did. Yeah, I, I did watch the gameplay. It looks 
really good. Really uh, good. They so showed, good. They showed the whole like intro village part. Yep. Uh, yeah. It looked the village part looked different. Like they had changed up kind of how it happens. Well, yeah, and I don't bit. know. I don't know if that part in the video that I saw is in the original game, the part where he's like getting chased by zombies and runs through a shed that has like a cow in there. And then he turns around and like shoots the, the like the torch light from the top of the barn and it falls right. down and like starts a fire. Like I'm like, I don't remember that in the original. No, game. that wasn't in there. Plus, um, originally I know he goes into the house, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, but I think it was he stays in that house when the villagers start to attack, yes. Uh yes. And then, and then, if I remember, because bro, like I didn't play very much uh, Resident Evil Four, it was too scary for me. Um, <laughs> but I remember, like you, you, in that section in particular, you're not trying to fight everybody; you're just trying to run. Correct. Yeah, the first village section of the game. There's a ton of zombies, and yes. you can fight them all. But if you do, you're gonna run out of ammo. Like, there's very specific ways to take a lot of them out. But yeah, you basically survive for. I don't know, five or six minutes, and then eventually the bell in the church tower goes off and like lets you go to the next area. It uh it almost looks like in this one they want you to try to take them all out. Dude, yeah, uh, Resident Evil 4 is dude, that's that's the first Resident Evil game I fully played through on my own. So it's got a special place in my heart. And it is pretty scary. Like it's not it's not like Resident Evil 5, which is very action-oriented, which is a really fun one as well, or any of the, the later ones, um, or even like 1 or 2. Like Those are kind of creepy, but there's a lot of parts in 4 where you're literally like running for your life. <laughs> I couldn't tell in this one. So in the original Resident Evil, it was still that you couldn't shoot while moving. Um, right. In this one, can you shoot while moving? Uh, in the remake? No. It looked like no. they were still doing the stop and shoot, yeah? Correct. I'm trying to remember because I, I played... Resident Evil 4 for the first time on the Wii with the motion controls um, at Stephanie's house, like way back in the day. And, <clears throat> yeah, it was actually pretty fun on the Wii. That's like probably one of the best Wii games I played, man. Actually, uh, I, I, if I remember right, when that came out on the Wii, they were like, oh, this is really fun to play this way. Yeah, because the controls were just super accurate. Like it was like one of the perfect games for the Wii, like with motion controls anyway. Um, but yeah, it was definitely like a, a tank style mechanic where you know you move your character uh but when you stop and shoot it's like you can stop and you can shoot forwards backwards like left or right like that kind of a thing you know right uh it looks gorgeous it's on that re engine Mm -hmm. um and i know they said uh that there are they're making changes to the story so okay uh, it won't have the same exact story all the way through i think they're trying to tie all the resident evils together so even though like they may follow different characters or, or whatever, um, you can see the connection. That's cool. Right. Uh, I, I think even when the trailer came out for this, um, someone saw the symbol for uh, um, the, the mother from Resident Evil Village, which is like the big bad in there. Um, she has like her own symbol for her cult or whatever it is. And they, mm-hmm. they see the symbol in the trailer. That's so cool. There'll be a tie there. Um, plus, I saw something where it showed um, like a gravesite for Ethan Winters. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're trying to make their, their ties there, but it, it looks good. Um, I don't know if I'll play it. I was like, I was, my, my heart rate increased while I was watching the gameplay. And I was like, oh, I don't know if this is for me. this this looks like especially with the chainsaw dude who just kept showing up and chasing you i was like oh i don't know man 
yeah the cha- the chainsaw guy is is something else like there's a lot of times in that game where you're just running and like because of the way it is like that adds to the scariness like you can't you can't turn around and like look behind you and continue to run backwards you know what i mean like right. you just have to, you just have to like run and in the back of your mind you're like this chainsaw dude is chasing me and i just have to like get over here and not die but then you know you make a mistake and then all of a sudden you know it's like nah, 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 the chainsaw and you're like oh you you are dead <laughs> right and then uh what was i gonna say i was going i was gonna say something i forgot i don't know it just looks super scary um I'm probably going to buy it just because you know me. And then I'll play yeah. like 20 minutes of it and be like, nah. You would play 20 minutes, you'll text me and be like, I, I scared Josh. I scared. I scared. Um, I scared. So yeah, so that was that was big news. They finally showed the gameplay. Everybody was kind of wondering what that was going to look like. Yeah, it looks it looks really fun. I'm excited for it. Like I, I haven't bought any of the Resident Evil remakes. Um, I, I probably will buy this. They'll definitely buy the four remake for sure. And then the other one that I'm on the fence about is <clears throat> the Resident Evil 8 Village like gold edition because you get the new third person mode, which looks really cool. And I haven't played through Village yet. And then you also get early access to that um, reverse mode, which looks like an online, you know, um, competitive slash co-op kind of mode. Yeah, it's like some asymmetric multiplayer kind of mode. Uh, yeah. It's not going to be that great. It. They launched Reverse uh, with Resident Evil 7, I think, or it might have been 2, the remake, and then they kind of like took it away to like retool it because it wasn't that great, and now they're going to relaunch it. I'm not too excited for Reverse. Um, The third-person mode's cool uh, if you don't want to play Resident Evil as a first-person shooter because Village is very, very action-heavy, and towards the end of the game, it's literally just a first-person shooter. Gotcha. but yeah that's how that's how five is like you know stephanie and i played through five together beat the entire game i love that game i still want to play through that game with you because we both have it on steam um but like that game is just so action heavy like there's not very many parts in that game where it's actually scary or you're running from something it's usually just like hey you you rock the shotgun i'll rock the automatic submachine yeah and then then murder a bunch of enemies to get through the area yeah, 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 exactly. And even even in the parts that are scary and you're being chased, you're just like you can turn around and you know just unload. Like it's ridiculous, right? Um, and even in the, I was gonna bring this back to the Resident Evil Four remake. It almost looks like they give you more ammo in this one because <laughs> in that trailer he was going off just like shooting people. Right. No, it's a, it's a fun game. Like I'm excited to play it again because it's been a hot minute since I beat it, and uh, I beat the game a couple times, but it's really really fun. And definitely one of my favorite Resident Evils, probably my favorite Resident Evil. Uh, it's it's tough between that and five. Five's a better co-op game for sure. Um, but four, I mean, for single player experience, is just just awesome. I love it. Yeah. Uh, final preview is out for God of War. Nice. No, did you see any of those? No, I'm I'm intentionally staying away. I want to be like no. as surprised as possible. I, I watched some spoiler free ones. Okay. Uh, where they're just kind of talking about it. They said. So, so here's the thing, right? Here's the weird part is I've heard from people playing it that even on, so like on PS5, it definitely is super gorgeous. Um, mm-hmm. But everyone kind of has the same sentiment of it feels like a PS4 game. Okay. And that it's more of the same. So like if you liked God of War 2018, you're not going to be disappointed here. Um, sure. And that because the preview was based on five hours 
and they're hoping that some of the combat opens up because you have access to both your axe and um, your Blades of Chaos mm -hmm. at the start. And so they said, yeah, it feels like more God of War. Uh, and then I heard on the PS4 side of the house, like the load times are pretty well, or there's a lot of like, uh, they do like the in-world loading where you're you're walking through corridors and stuff to to hide loading screens. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, so so about what I expected because I, I think I told you like the game is either going to come out and it'll be like mind blowing, or people are going to look at it as like, oh, this is still a really good game, but it's just more of the same thing. Right, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, that's kind of uh, I think you mentioned it a while back. I know you did. It's kind of a the cross you bear or like what happens when you know your game is so good from the get-go and then you release a sequel on that game that's already so good is like yes you can build upon it but at some point you know does it feel kind of like a dlc because you've already made such a good game and that's a difficult thing right plus uh i think the the completion time that someone said was like around 25 to 40 hours which seems kind of long for a single player narrative adventure game I think it sounds about right with uh, kind of right in line with the first one. I, I still think the first one drags on in some portions. You think so? Yeah, dude, there were so many times they could have ended that game. Uh, they, they do the whole switcheroo thing where you spend the first 10 hours doing what you think is the main quest. And, mm -hmm. then, you, and then you get there and it's like, oh, just kidding. This is the wrong mountain. And you're like... Oh, oh right. And then, and, yeah. and, and then you're like, and then your son gets sick and they're like, oh, I guess you got to go to hell now and get your blades of chaos and, uh, and rescue your son and save him before we can continue with this quest. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Like they, they throw so many things in there and it's just, cause I remember even though I really liked it, uh, I played straight through it essentially when it first came out. Um, really? I just remember so many times just sitting there like, okay, we gotta be getting close to the end. And then, uh, and then it just continues. And then there's that, that moment of defeat when like you fight that huge ass dragon boss, when you're going towards the top of the mountain. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is great. And by this point, you're like eight, nine, ten hours in or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, we're about to get to the mountain. There'll be some big cutscene and there'll be DLC. And then there is a cutscene. Uh -huh. And then it's just like, yeah, wrong mountain. Oh, by the way, here's this whole open world you can go explore. And I'm just like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, uh, oh, it frustrated you. Yes, I was just like <laughs> deflated, man. I was like, "Is that already been playing for so long?" I was tired. Right. I I took my time, man. I took my time. I enjoyed like every bit of that game. I tried to do all the extra stuff, and I, I also played on the Give Me God of War difficulty, which you know, like I mean, that's idiot. my own, that's my own fault. That was my choice. I know. Like it's what I idiot. it's what I do, man. I love difficult games. It's just I can't stop. I can't stop. If there's like a mode where it's like you will die five thousand <laughs> times. There's a mode where it's like go get fucked without some lube. You're like I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Everybody likes a bloody butthole. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, it, that was you know it made the game last longer for sure. But I remember like I I was doing okay at the game until I got to the um was it the Valkyrie part? It was the it was the first major like Valkyrie boss guy that had the big staff that would like fly up in the air and shoot the oh, you know really, yes. explodey things down at you. Like I got stuck on that fight for a hot minute and consider changing the difficulty because I'm like this guy is making me so mad. Right. Um I was gonna say uh they did say there's way more enemy variety even in the first five hours uh, cool. than there was in the first one. Cause you know the first one you had like the Draugr's you had trolls, 
you had the little flying fairy fuckers and then uh and then like lizards right you had like the little lizards that would like dig yeah and that was pretty much it <laughs> mm-hmm. uh so there's way more enemy types in this one i guess which is cool i also like that you start with your weapons and stuff like that that'll be cool to have like a direct continuation where it's not like oh you lost your blaze of chaos somehow now go get those back again you know they they did say at the end of the five hour preview their their preview ended or where they could stop talking about it ended on a a very very emotional uh scene where things are about to take a turn okay and dude kratos is gonna die you think so yeah two thousand percent kratos is gonna die and loki's gonna be the one to kill him okay yeah at the end of the game you think no i think at the end of that five hours Oh, gotcha. And then... Yeah. And then uh, the game's going to be centered around Atreus. Like, granted, like, if you paid attention to the lore, like, Norse mythology or whatever, there's there's multiple universes, and uh, you know, there is a thing where, uh, I forget who it was, but they get in a fight, and uh, Loki gets punched so hard, he gets sent back in time. Oh, dang. Yeah, yeah. Uh, During Ragnarok. Like he fights somebody and he gets hit so hard he gets sent back in time, which would explain young Loki or Atreus, you know, being because like technically Atreus is the father of the world serpent. Okay. Yeah, like that's his son. He had he had the world serpent with Angerboda, who was shown in the trailers. So like <laughs> there's some weird shit going on. Plus, if you remember at the end of the first game, it shows Loki holding Kratos uh as he's dying okay yeah like that mural it shows it so i don't know something's gonna happen i don't I don't think you play as kratos as the uh, through the whole game that would definitely add some spice to the new game if that's if that's true because i i'm definitely going into it expecting to play as kratos the entire time so if they flip that you know and they're like you're atreus now like here's this new set of moves or whatever i'm gonna be like oh dang and that's gonna add some fresh flavor to the game Plus, they they did the new story trailer, and Kratos has a line in there that says, "Death can have me when it when he earns me" or something like that. Sure. Um, Pretty so rad. Yeah. So yeah, I'm so, I'm excited for it, dude. I just like I am I'm just purposely staying away from everything about that game because it's just right around the corner, and I'm just excited to check it out with like fresh fresh eyes. No, I'm gonna leak it all to you. You better not open mm-hmm. a single message for me for the next week. I will not. I uh, will not. But on that note, preload is November 2nd. Okay. That is so quick. It's like a week yeah. away from um, October being over. Nuts. Yeah, it's like two weeks is preload, and then it comes out like the week after on the 9th. Speaking of things that you can do early, you can play the Call of Duty campaign right now. Yes, yes, you can, and you have, sir. You, <laughs> have, played, you have played a <laughs> F-ton. I have. <clears throat> well, part of, part of that is me dying over and over and over again because like i said i i played on uh i'm playing it on the veteran difficulty which definitely was a mistake just like playing god of war on god of war difficulty um <laughs> because like there was i think you texted me yesterday and said said bro call of duty is so hard like have you done the sniper part yet and, and i texted you back and said yeah bro i think we're stuck at the same part because so I, I did the, the sniper part and i got the trophy for it like without raising any alarms uh-huh hey I, so i saw so you're like going through you're trying to get all the little uh achievements or whatever right 
Where yeah. Did you, where did you kill the enemy on the porta potty? What level was that in? <laughs> uh, it was on the oil tanker level. Uh, have you gotten to that one yet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I guess uh, this will kind of like be our end, like our review. We've played enough. Like I'm comfortable reviewing this. Uh, yeah, me too. Like, so I'm seven hours in. How mm-hmm. far are you? Like nine. Like nine. All right. So, uh, yeah, the oil tanker. Where was he at? So he's at the, the, before you go to the boat that has the shipping containers, like sliding back and forth, like you're, you're going up like the first boat, there's, uh, you're going up the stairs and there's like two or three porta potties, like on the boat on the right hand side, like as soon as you start walking up the stairs. And then if you just like aim your gun at the leftmost porta potty and shoot like right at the door of it, the achievement will pop right away. And the only reason why I knew that that guy was there was I was playing and one of my, my squad mates, a ghost or somebody like that shot the porta potty and the guy fell out. And I was like, Oh, I bet that's the achievement. So I reloaded that checkpoint real quick. And it started me like right at the stairs while he was still in the porta potty. And I just shot the door and it popped right away. That's funny. Uh, And then let's see, how did you, how did you reach the penthouse? Without killing anybody. That one was very hard. Um, I, I I got to the roof, right? Okay. Where there's like the three guys like circling the roof. So you did not grab the key card. You, you did the roof thing. Yeah. Did you do the key card? I did not. So I avoided the key card because I didn't, I couldn't find a way to like go in Diego's room with the two guys that were in there and uh, without like, you know, having them shoot at me. So I was like, I'll just do the roof. Um, The roof part I had to replay multiple times. It was very hard. But what I did was I kind of went down as soon as the roof part started, I went down to the middle, like straight down to the middle, waited right by that little wall that's right there. And then one of the guys walks by in front of you. As soon as he walked by me, I just went straight straight forward to where the barbecue grills are and mm-hmm. there's like a, there's a guy that like briefly will see you but it, he won't raise any alarms and you just kind of walk along the barbecue grills and then i had um two bottles with me so i got to the very end of the barbecue grills and i kind of like threw the bottle away from where the ladder is in that corner and as soon as that guy started to walk the one guy in the corner started to walk towards that bottle i just slowly made my way to the ladder and just did that a few times until i got lucky yeah you missed a safe by the way no, I got the safe in the penthouse. The one in Diego's room? Yeah. I thought you said you could, or did you just go back and reload that portion, alert the dudes and get the safe? No, no, I got the safe without being seen. And then I went back to the main level of the, the house where you start the mission. And then I, then I like, um, then yeah, I. Yeah, but like, if you were in Diego's room, you could have got the key card. It, but it wasn't in his, I don't know. It's in his room. Oh, well, then I just missed it because I, I totally I totally grabbed the safe. And yeah, then yeah. Got the key card. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, the achievements are really, really hard. And those have taken me the most amount of time. Like I played I played the section on the oil tanker yesterday for an hour, just reloading oh. the same checkpoint over and over again. And it wasn't because I kept missing my jumps on the shipping containers, but because I'm playing on veteran, the enemies have like laser accuracy. I get shot one or two times and i'm dead like i have to get the jump on everybody and even when i like know where an enemy is like when I, that was the first time the game got super super hard was at the end of the the sniper mission because that, that achievement popped for me i killed all the guys without being seen that was no problem but when i got to the second set of houses i had no more tear gas left 
Oh um, yeah, yeah. There were there were enemies everywhere, and I was like, I can't throw tear gas in the vents like I did with the first two. And I was like breaching the doors, and I knew where all the enemies were, but I had to just replay it over and over and over again because they just kept like, if I made one mistake, it was just game over. Yeah, it's uh. So the most frustrating part for me was on the on the boat with the shipping containers. Uh huh. I just kept getting crushed by them, dude. Like, cause you know uh, you're trying to you're trying to move around. And yeah. uh, the enemies are everywhere. So I'm trying to like stay in like in between shipping containers and like conceal sight lines and stuff like that. But it shifts so quickly. And if you're not careful, you're just crushed. And, and uh, see, I didn't I didn't have that problem because I was trying to stay on top of them. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, I was definitely on the deck, like, like moving in between them. And it took me about an hour there. I was playing in a so. I was playing an adult version of the floor is lava and dying multiple times. <laughs> um, eventually, dude, the, the the way I got that achievement last night eventually was like just by booking it because I kept I kept dying. I wasn't able to kill all the enemies because the, I was on top of the containers out in the open. I kept getting just laser beamed, and I'm like, okay, I got to take out like these guys over here, these guys over here, and then just book it. And I I barely survived. <laughs> yeah, did you? Uh, are, what mission are you on now currently? um i think i'm about to start the mission uh called alone yeah. where uh spoiler alert uh your your team like betrays you uh so i'm about to start that mission so uh so that's where i'm at now i've been on mm-hmm. that mission for two hours oh dang uh, it dude so it's really weird it's got like because you're you're by yourself you don't have any of your weapons you're wounded um and it's got like you have to find crafting stuff to like craft distractions and stuff like that because all yeah. the enemies in this area are the super heavy armored dudes sure that you have to headshot or they they're gonna kill you right and they kill you in one hit so yeah. uh so you, like confrontation's not an option um i did just get to the part where i finally picked up like decent weapons okay um, and i grabbed one of the safes in here which gives you a silenced 50 caliber pistol <laughs> nice uh however there's an achievement for not firing a gun yep for the entire thing i don't think i'm gonna worry about it mostly because this level is pretty stressful um because you're moving super slowly uh the thing i don't like about the level is no matter where the enemies are there's not really good spatial audio so it just sounds like they're right next to you all the time even though they might be like a street over or whatever Mm -hmm. um but the part i just hit is when shit's about to get crazy and uh, you're kind of cornered in this building and they're about to send in this whole squad looking for you. Oh, great. Um, yeah, I'm close to the end of the level uh, for sure. But it's just one of those where, uh, yeah, it's about to be, it's about to to get pretty crazy. Um, and then I know how the game ends because I've watched a lot of YouTube videos. Plus it's a Call of Duty campaign. It's not like earth shattering. Sure. Um, it's still really fun though. It's really cinematic. I feel like I'm playing an action movie. Like graphics are incredible. I just do the, the stuff that happens is just bonkers. It's it's so bananas. Like I I the part the mission where you're like um driving like the vehicles and jumping and hijacking oh, yeah. all the vehicles. Like you fall out of a helicopter, you're hanging upside down on the highway with a pistol, <laughs> like just blowing, like you know, shooting dudes out of their vehicles. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous, but so fun. Yeah, like the game looks good. Um, I think the story is told really, really well. Uh, yeah, I think it's probably the best Call of Duty campaign they've had close, or probably in like the last decade. 
I mean, I'm really invested in it, obviously. That's why I keep playing. Plus, you get in-game rewards for multiplayer, which I told you is really cool and really smart of them. It's an incentive to play the single player before the multiplayer comes out, you know? Um, you get calling cards. You get double XP tokens. You get uh, prices, blueprints for, like, weapons and stuff like that. It's really, really cool. And so, the achievements uh, the achievements I'm enjoying because it's making me play missions differently than I normally would, too. Yeah, so here's what you get in total, right? You get, uh, a, you get, let's see, a calling card called Soap's Determination. You get an emblem. You get uh, a bunch of uh, XP tokens, like a 30-minute double XP, a 30-minute weapon double XP. You get another calling card called Chainlinked. Um, you get an operator unlocked immediately called Chewy. Yeah. Um, you get another double XP, 30-minute token, and weapon token. Another calling card, uh, another operator called Nova. And then you get a one hour double XP token and a one hour double XP weapon token, mm-hmm. followed by another calling card, another operator, Reyes, and then some more double XP tokens for an hour. And then the very last thing you unlock is Hutch. And then you also, uh, if you complete the campaign, you get the weapon blueprint uh, yep. called Union uh, Union Guard. Yep. And then you did the upgrade to the game, which I'm going to do as well before it comes out. And that's going to give you, I think, like four or five more unique blueprints, another operator, and the entire first season pass. Yeah. And, and so, like, the crazy thing is, like, the campaign's super good, mm-hmm. um, right? But it's kind of like a one and done. You're going to get all your achievements out of it. You're going to play through it once and, or twice if you, you know, don't play it on veteran difficulty like me. And then you're going to play on veteran the, as well. No, no, no. I'm playing. I'm playing on normal. Oh, okay. Yeah, and still sucking. So I know I'd ten out of ten not be having a good time for veteran. Dude, I watched gameplay of somebody playing on which I would assume is recon, and like they were doing that shipping container level two, and they were like just taking bullet after bullet after bullet, and then eventually the game was like, get down and recover your health, and I'm like, that is not happening to me. Like I get shot once, and I see the red. Yeah, screen. even on normal, it's like once or it's like twice or three times, and you're done. Yep. Um, but so what you're what like I don't think people are really thinking about right now because you're playing the the single player campaign is once the multiplayer launches, you're gonna have your entire multiplayer suite. Um, then you have Warzone 2.0, right? Uh they are doing a Call of Duty raid. Yes, that's cool. So whatever their version of a raid is gonna be, it'll be like a cooperative activity with like special rewards and stuff like that um and then they also have their dmz mode which they've said nothing about but if you play the mission alone imagine playing that but with teammates um and then other players trying to kill you and take your shit (laughs) that sounds pretty rad um so yeah so there's a lot going on there plus i think they're gonna they're they're getting pretty good even with warzone at telling like an in-game story through like a multiplayer mode Mm mm-hmm so I think they're going to lean pretty heavily into that. And like your raids are going to come from like your your season culminating event will have a raid, which will be like take on the big bad for the season or whatever um, to get exclusive skins or whatnot. But yeah, that the game looks incredible. The gunplay is phenomenal. Yeah. Super dope. I, I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I'm I'm ready. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm excited for the multiplayer. Like I really enjoyed the beta. I'm excited to play the full game. And I'm also curious if like any of the beta stats or progress in any way, shape or form, like carries over. I, I doubt don't. it will, but I'm they curious. Don't. I'm telling you, they don't. They've already announced that it, it wasn't going to carry. Okay. Yeah. 
still really fun though. And, and I am enjoying the single player campaign. And I also really like that they did release it a week early. So I think I, I already told you, but like I, I'm getting a chance to enjoy it without feeling like I'm missing out on the multiplayer. Cause you know, usually when a Call of Duty game releases, everything comes out all at once. And it's like, why would I play the campaign right now and put myself behind in multiplayer and, and at a disadvantage? It's like, I want to jump right in and, you know, level up my weapons and my character and stuff and get all the, the good stuff before, uh, before, you know, everybody's better than me at the game. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause otherwise like you 100% probably would have never touch the campaign oh 100 i wouldn't have because i just would have like bought it for the multiplayer because that's what most people do and i would have just jumped right in and you know played that but it's i'm really enjoying it and the achievements are, are fun because like i said I, I probably would have already had finished the campaign right now if it wasn't for the achievements because i'm like oh no i gotta like reload this and not be seen you know <laughs> yeah like i i really wanted to have it completely finished before we recorded the podcast but that alone level is like you have to move so slow and like it's very freeform and there's not a clear cut path through there. So like you just kind of have to figure it out on your own. The sniper level is kind of like that too. Like there's the buildings that they target for you that you have to clear. But other than that, that mission was so long. And like, I was just clearing out those complexes with, with the sniper. And then price was like, there's guards over there. I'm like, where? Like uh, there's just oh. enemies hiding everywhere. And then when he sends you out on your own, cause like, he's like, yeah, you go clear the buildings. I'm like this bitch. Um, and you go to start clearing the buildings both times, like guards show up and do patrols and like, it's like, they know where you, cause I, I had to restart a couple times in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's like, they know where you're, where you're at. So like the first time I got caught and I was like, okay, reloaded. And I went completely the opposite direction of where they walked, except for this time when they dismounted, they walked right for me. And I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah, I think I think on the higher difficulties, the enemy AI is definitely ramped up because that's the thing, dude, is like, I know where the enemy is, but they also know where I'm at. So every single time it was like, I got to breach this door, perch up, wait for them to pop their head out and just hope that I can get my shots off before they shoot me, you know, because literally if they shoot first, I'm going to die. Right. Uh, and it's uh, level eight. Like you said, it was so long. It was so frustrating. Um I don't know. I probably spent out of my, so I'm almost at seven hours total playtime. And mm -hmm. out of my seven hours, probably a good two, two and a half of that was that sniper mission. You know, even though it was long though, there were uh, it just the, the moments in the game, the campaign are very cool. Like getting to snipe, you know, two people at the same time and like land those headshots and all that stuff is like, you feel really, really cool doing all that, you know, without being seen. You're just like, all right, like this is like modern warfare. This is fun. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah, they they they've done a lot for this game. I think it's going to reinvigorate people's uh, excitement about Call of Duty because it's felt kind of stale the last couple of years. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, uh, they've spent this. This one's been in development for a while. Um, it feels the multiplayer felt good. You know, I, I mean, there's still things like skill based, skill based matchmaking and stuff like that that can be frustrating, but also can sometimes be a good thing. Um, you know, if, if you're if you're uh, just don't want to be put into lobbies of people that are going to absolutely smoke you at the game, you know, get wrecked, get good. Like, QD. I have never said I'm the best Call of Duty player. You know, like like I've said it a million times. If I have more than a one to one KD yeah. in a Call of Duty game, like I am happy with that. Like I just aim to be like over a one. And, Not everybody uh, can get quad feeds, man. Yeah, like you did. Oh my <laughs> gosh, so cool. <laughs> 
<laughs> I did I did pretty decent at Black Ops 3, man. Black Ops 3, I think I had like a 1.83 KD or something like that. Because nobody played that game. Everybody hated Black Ops 3. Or was it Black Ops 4 everybody hated? Black Ops 3 was amazing, dude. Black Ops 3 is like very well loved. Did, did Black Ops 3, was that the one that just had multiplayer? Black Ops 3 had zombies, multiplayer, and... I'm trying to remember if Black Ops 3 had a campaign. Black Ops 3 was the first the first game in the series that introduced the the wall running and like the the little jump jet things. So I don't think that had a campaign. And if I remember right, that game was not very well liked. Really? I loved it. Black Ops you, 3 had a campaign. I'm looking right now. I, I looked I looked it up too. Black Ops 3 has a campaign. So was it four that didn't have a campaign? I think so. Yeah, Black Ops 4, I think, was just multiplayer yeah yeah black ops 4 is the first call of duty title without a traditional single player campaign mode instead it features a solo missions mode and multiplayer so yeah black ops 4 was the one that was not super well received it was okay but it was kind of like it was trying to be black ops 3 but not as good with less content in the game and that's uh, four was the last Black Ops. They haven't gone back to Black Ops, right? Right, right. Four. Oh, wait, was the wait last no, they Black did. Ops. Didn't they do Black Ops Cold War? Oh, that's true. That's that a Black Ops spinoff. Yeah, yeah. But that one. Yeah. Um, I actually got the collector's edition for Black Ops Three. Nice. Came with the refrigerator. Oh, I remember that. The the Juggernog refrigerator. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's so cool. And that, the coasters. I, I love the Black Ops Three, man. Black Ops Three is a phenomenal game. I put many hours into that got really good at the multiplayer um very competitive and like i played advanced warfare quite a bit as well that game was had mixed reviews but i i had fun with advanced warfare that was a good one i played that quite a bit um uh on that though uh i guess the the rumor is um they're making another advanced warfare that'll be the next call of duty in a couple years yeah that was the one with kevin spacey the first one right yeah yeah, he played like the main character or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yeah, of of advanced warfare. Uh huh. Yep. And then, did you ever play Infinite Warfare? Uh, no, I skipped that one because I just wasn't, I just wasn't interested in it. Um, I think people bought that one because it came with the Modern Warfare uh or Call remake. of Duty Four remake. Yeah, that was the main reason why people bought that one. Um, it, or the it remaster looked, or whatever it was. I don't it know. looked pretty fun i mean it looked okay i just i don't know man there's a there's a period there where i got kind of burned out on the call of duty multiplayer games because i play black ops 3 um so much and uh it's the um, classic thing of like we both go super hard on destiny and then you have to mm -hmm. take a break right we're gonna go super hard on modern warfare but luckily for us god of war is coming out like right after that right so we'll be able to take a break and then I'll probably play like a solid 20 hours of God of War and be like, I need a break. And then I'll go back to like Destiny or something. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in, in that arena ish, you know, yes. Exactly. No, you're 100% right. Um, yeah. I, I think that's exactly how it's going to be, dude. We're going to play a ton of Modern Warfare. Like I can already tell you, I'm going to want to just keep grinding that out for a little bit when Call of Duty or when, um, God of War comes out. I'm for sure going to jump into that, and it's going to be a little bit of back and forth. So I so guarantee. There's a challenge. What's that? The challenge. You yeah. Need the prestige before God of War comes out. I'll take that challenge. I'll take <laughs> um, that challenge. The game's going to be out for two days. You're like, yeah, I, pre I prestige, bro. I bought I a ton of Mountain Dew and Doritos. I prestige twice, bro. <laughs> <laughs> for those double XP tokens, you can prestige these nuts. <laughs> 
Oh man, dude, it's it's gonna be fun. I will tell you for sure. I probably will not burn through God of War though, in and like without playing other stuff in between, because like I'm gonna be playing a ton. Of God I'm gonna of War need you to play at least ten hours of it before the podcast. Oh, I will. I will. I'm don't don't get me wrong. I'm gonna play a ton, but like I feel like I'm gonna have the same thing happen that happened with Elden Ring, where it's like okay, like I need a break now, and then never go back. I don't think you're ever gonna go back to Elden Ring probably not dude not at least for a while there's too many other good games that are out here's my thing is like the story really doesn't matter in my opinion in Elden Ring like it's fucking just it's bonkers anyway right Um, what matters in Elden Ring is the environment and just walking in and fighting a cool ass boss Um, yep and so in my opinion and people are probably like oh my god this guy sucks like when you're done with the game like you you've had your fill of it and you've had fun right like you're done that's your Elden Ring experience. You don't need to get to the last boss. Yeah, that's that's true. That's a great point. I mean, you can absolutely have fun with the game. Like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed every part of Elden Ring I played, even though I have not beat the game. Like, yet. let's see here. How many how many hours did I put into that? I, I put way too many in. Uh oh fuck, it's not even in my top play anymore. Oh shit. Uh, mm-hmm. let's find it. All games, alphabetical order out of my five million games on uh oh, i play this game so much i have 136 hours in elden ring so you know how like i'm not a dark souls fan right i put in like 20 hours that's i'm in, i'm proud of you man yeah i'm and proud 20, of you 20 hours in elden ring which is more than i, I thought i'd play it for like an hour or two and be like you know what i'm done and i actually made it uh i made it pretty far for 20 hours i mean probably not most people are like oh you should be almost done with the game i'm like nah, not even close but i could tell like on uh going back to what you just said two seconds ago it's like i could tell that you were enjoying your time with elden ring and you really enjoyed when you beat uh that the first major boss right which we we tried it together and got really close and then you tried it on your own a little while after that and you beat it and like you you had a great time and you were enjoying that so like for you if that's your full elden ring experience and you enjoyed it that's great Right. Like I, I think I beat the first two major bosses and was working my way towards the third one. Yeah. And then um kind of went off on a tangent and tried to do a bunch of other things to like upgrade my character and then something else came out and kind of fell off. And for me, that's all I need. Yeah, exactly. Um, hundred percent, man. Like I, I, I agree with you. I'm glad that you said that. You know, I glad that we, you said that. We still have Monster Hunter Rise that we need to play together. Uh right yeah monster Hunter rise yeah we gotta do dude, there's so much man it's ridiculous <laughs> um let's see here sorry I got some text messages that came in I gotta um I gotta head out pretty quickly here for for uh church do you want to split this into a two parter or do you want to wrap no, this we can, one up here? we can wrap it up man we started at like two thirty we've been going okay like an we'll hour just, and thirty uh, hour it, and forty. Ended here, maybe do like a slightly longer episode uh, next week for like our Halloween one year special. Oh, yeah. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, because yeah, it'll it'll be like next week will be pretty much exactly a year since we've since we started. So next episode would be a great one to do like our um, we talked about it, but doing like our top five current games of the year, like at this moment. So we'll each have our top five list for next week and then have like a slightly longer episode for just like a Halloween anniversary special. Yeah, I'm down. Sounds good. All right. Awesome. Well, uh, 
if anybody's keeping track of our music references or has anything they want to tell us or say to us, whatever, email us at vmhhpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at the MHH podcast. We do not have any new emails right now because we're old and we should be using Twitter and, you know, we should be be using uh, TikTok and uh, the gram. And is there some like other newfangled? Oh, Discord. We need to be using the golden grams and the Tiki talks and we are not right now. So we got to get on that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we will uh, be back next week with our Halloween special, our current games of the year and some deep insight into Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. You sound good. What? You sound better. Stop it. I wish wish you, you could sound in front of me in person. Stop it some more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks for tuning in, guys. Hope you have a happy Halloween, and we'll catch you next week. Later. Stop being mediocre and release better music. Stop that. You stop that. Mm